Hey, it's Steve. Thanks for checking out the free version of our podcast. Just a quick reminder, Dog, Brendan, and I do a, at least a one-hour show, usually an hour and a half every single day, and put it up for your enjoyment. If you become a subscriber, that is, go to doll.com and sign up today. It's super easy. You could do it right on your phone, doll.com. Now enjoy this free episode of the Steve Doll Podcast. Hey, guys. Hey, hey. guy. How's it happening today? Good. Steve, it's happening just fine today, and I thank you for the question, and I <laughs> pose the same question to you at this point. Well, sir, I think um, it's I'm good. Everything's great. Excellent. Sunny. Yeah. Clear. Yep. 50 degrees currently. It's a beautiful day. I was just, uh, just out letting uh, dogs run around the backyard, and it was a little lovely day. My God. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Let me ask you a question, Doug. You have a, you know, you always have a pack of dogs at your house because you, uh, you, you, you foster. You don't, you rescue them, but but essentially you're fostering them until they can be rescued. Correct. Oftentimes, yeah, and and, and oftentimes it's a, a pregnant uh, mother dog will be here and right. uh, give so, birth and stuff, and then for the eight weeks that follow. Yeah. Okay. So yeah, like yeah, dogs, big yeah. dog house. All right. So Rosie is, uh, you know, Cooper, Matt's dog uh, has been was here. He, he left. I don't know when he left. Yesterday or the day before yesterday. I, I yesterday I think. Mm-hmm. And I honestly don't know. I've lost track of time. Uh, and because I did spend have I have spent some time down here this week editing that show from Sunday, which came out great. So we can talk Excellent. about that later. But, awesome. Um, the, uh, uh, Rosie seems like she's missing Cooper. Really? Yeah. Like she, uh, kept wanting to come downstairs last night and then go outside last night and go in the backyard and look, look for him. I, I guess, I mean, I, maybe I'm ascribing human characteristics to a dog, but she seems yeah. a little down. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's her nephew. She's well. They 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 didn't used to get along, and they still don't know how to play tug of war with a any any mammal other than a human. Yeah, because they are they're just both of them are not super socialized. But they really, I think they you know they spend enough time together. I think they kind of you know yeah they 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 get along and like heck on sunday when we were gone to uh to zany's we left them here and uh we left at i don't know three thirty or something and got home at 11 and they were they were fine yeah Aww, that's so awesome uh, they, nice. they didn't do anything bad or mm-hmm. uh and um so i don't know i was just yeah, wondering my, if, if she was missing him that's my guess that um that possibly, yeah, that 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 there was a sense of uh, comradeship and uh, possible pack forming there, and yeah. uh, um, they appreciated each other. You know, finally another dog, you know, or whatever, you know, like somebody who, can, they can, who speaks my language, right? Exactly. Yeah. 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 Well, because uh, Janet always talks about um, she's she's aware of the total devastation that will occur uh, to me when. It's time for Rosie to go to, you know. Across the Rainbow Bridge. Yeah, across the Rainbow Bridge. So she often um, will... uh, That's a long ways off. 
You'd like to yeah, think. but the yeah. fact that I even think about it is new for me. Mm-hmm. And so she has, she's, she's, and she'll be down here in a little while. We could talk to her about that, that Rosie? too. Rosie's coming? Come <laughs> no, Janet. <laughs> oh. I mean, so, Rosie, Rosie doesn't p- like it down here. <laughs> yeah. Rosie probably was talking to Cooper about you crossing the Rainbow Bridge. What would happen? <laughs> probably. Maybe then, and then you He's, know. He doesn't look good. <laughs> <laughs> He's breathing heavily. I'm not breathing heavily. No, no. I, I kid. I kid. I kid. I, kid. I mean, yeah, I am sometimes. Um, I, uh, so she, she talks about getting a, a puppy, right? To uh, kind of, you know, a transitional. Yeah. We've always kind of had two dogs like that. So when the when the when the when the one leaves you, you still have the other that you love, and it makes it a little easier, I think. Okay. Um, and I always have thought, well, Rosie doesn't she doesn't want anybody up, you know around here. She doesn't want anybody in her business. But then she kind of seems like maybe she did, like yeah, once she got used to Cooper. Yeah, yeah. Play, they love having playmates and stuff. They just you know yeah. they can amuse each other. They were very very close to playing tug of war. Mm-hmm. Like I actually had the 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 rope in both of their mouths. Really, but they they just couldn't quite like un un, un no pun intended unleash it on each other. You know, right? Mm-hmm. And Cooper's so a like lot a, stronger. You're like a nice Michael Vick. I'm trying uh, to encourage play the together. Op- yeah, rather than, opposite of Michael mm-hmm. Vick. Yeah. yeah, right, right. Play. Don't fight. Don't rip each other's neck out. Play. Play together. Mm-hmm. Yeah, play together. So, uh, yeah. So they were very close to that, but then uh, it was time for Cooper to go home. So yeah. Matt had, you know, Matt took a, a trip down to Florida to take uh, Janet's chandeliers. Oh, yeah. Or as I like to call them, Janet's Folly. Janet's <laughs> Folly. <laughs> yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, but mm-hmm. only teasingly, because even... Even with all of the transportation charges and 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 what have, uh, what have you, um, you know, it it will still be cheaper to have purchased them at the country club before they demolished the dining room than it, than it would be to buy them, you know, new. Yeah. Uh, the problem is going to be finding somebody who wants to get up twenty feet in the air and hang a sixty pound chandelier in the front hallway. I yeah. will search. Craigslist, Florida. Well, let's not do it right now. But uh, it's going to have to be a doctor, though. It's going to have to be a. Uh, it can't be Mister Sparky. Can't be a, yeah, it can't miss Mister Sparky. It can't be a Mister. Uh huh. It's going to have to be uh, a doctor, <laughs> and uh, um, so I would imagine people are more inclined to hang those for you if you buy them from them. Yeah, but we'll work it out. Yeah. Jane downstairs, she said she'll take care of it. She's been going down there for, I don't know, 40 years, whatever, 30 years, whatever, however long. She was the first owner down there in our little uh, subdivision. So, Gotcha. Yeah. Huh. So that's what's, that's what's going on around here uh, today. Excellent. Right on. Okay. And uh, uh, that's, that's pretty much it. Oh, I'm going... Uh, I don't want to. I don't want to name names or anything, but I'm going uh, for a fitness evaluation today. Excellent. Hey, look at you, buddy! Yeah, high five! Thank you. Fitness evaluation, and I like uh, that. You know what? I honestly, I like that. I like hearing about that. I like you rejecting the golf thing and doing this. 
Yes, because I, it would be a pretty good day to golf still. Mm-hmm. But I, this is a, they have a, this is a, a good organization. And it's a good, it's a good workout studio with you know they have trainers and they help you with your nutrition and it's it's a full. Uh, uh, 360 uh, you know program and I I have to do it yeah that's my birthday present my 69th birthday present to myself right on I'm happy to hear this well thanks it's a great move yeah it's gonna appreciate the love It'll make you. I didn't say love, Steve. You. Well, <laughs> I'm just kidding. Just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> nothing you. but love. I appreciate Steve. the good wishes. <laughs> nothing but love. I, <laughs> I assure you. I know. It'll bring not only physical well-being but mental well-being. Yes. Oh, the absolutely. Kind of the, the kind of me- when, uh, mental well-being that will spill out into other areas. Absolutely. I mean, I I know that for a fact. Good. And uh, one of the things about me is, I mean, I'm accountable to my family for sure. But if I'm accountable to someone else, like with my shrink, right? Mm-hmm. I've always been accountable to her for my behavior. And whenever I, you know, I might be exhibiting bad behavior or thinking about it or whatever, I go, you know, would Dr. Terry, what would Dr. Terry say if I had to come in next week and tell her that I did this? Yeah, mm. and she would be very disappointed in me, and I wouldn't mm. like that. Nope. So I'm hoping that I can develop a relationship with uh, a trainer at this place. Uh, who, you know, with the that with the same uh, results or consequences or whatever you want to call it. Where you know, I don't want to. I don't want to go in and you know, and have not done what I was supposed to do. I want you to be accountable to yourself, also, Steve. Well, Right, which I try to be, but it's it's helpful yeah. to for for me to have somebody else. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you're a loose prison guard. You're corrupt. <laughs> all right, <laughs> just all be right. back by Monday morning. I'll be I'm, get a taste. <laughs> yeah, or you know, try to have sex with you in a stairwell or something. <laughs> sure, you know, like porn stash in uh, uh-huh. Orange Is the New Black. Um, and they they actually <laughs> they have an app, so you can like when I go to Florida, I can still train with them. All right. Good. Like I could like they'll Terrific. say do these things and then I can go to the gym and do these things. And, mm-hmm. and it involves nutrition and all of that too. And Janet good, seems good, good. to be on board, so All right. She signed so off. Good. I'm I'm hoping this is a, you know, I'm excited. I mean No no more no more baked temptations on the counter just sitting there. Right. The, whose only job is to be eaten. If right. you think about it, they're not there for decoration. They don't you know, can't help, you know, patch up a hole in the foundation with it. Those are those are for eating. They're for eating. Yep. Yes. Uh, <laughs> I understand that. And but I'm you know, I'm also I don't want to have like no joy in my life either. Right. So there's so there's a balance. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. You can do it, Steve. Thank have you. Have you ever heard of almond joy? <laughs> have you ever heard of almond coffee cake? Wonderful. Uh Oh, almond joy, yeah, sure. I'm sorry. No, uh, no. Is, that a, is that a pun or a no, dad joke? No, nothing. <laughs> it was literally a dad joke. Your yeah, dad yeah, joke. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> Oh, that was a dull dad joke. I was, was perusing Facebook this morning, as I do occasionally, and there was a, a 1970s radio personality who I wasn't familiar with, but I... He was Chicago-based at some point, and uh, mm-hmm. I wonder 
I wondered if if you knew Captain Whammo. Yes, I did know Captain Whammo. Um, Jim Chanel, I believe was his real name. And he died, correct? Yeah. Yeah, according to Greg Brown, our, our old buddy from WLS FM. Oh, the nice he, guy he was. Great guy. Is. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Right. Opening up the old brown bag for lunch. Right? Yeah. Greg Brown. Uh, it was clear. I'm looking at Greg's post here that was sent to me by uh, Brendan. I see now that it's a, it, it's a long one. I received some sad news yesterday about the passing of a DJ that I'd worked with back in the 70s. Captain Whammo, Jim Chanel. Or, yeah, Chanel. Jim looks and like I, Channel. I know it looks like Channel, but I think it was... Yeah, well, maybe it was channel. I don't know. I never, I just called him Captain Whammo. So, yeah. you know. It's saluted. Or, or Wham. What's up, Wham? Yeah. Like, what? <laughs> Jim and I worked together at WMET from, in Chicago from 1976 to 1978. I did the morning show and he did the nighttime show. He was a real talent and had a huge. Uh, he had huge ratings and <laughs> had a huge what? He had huge ratings and was the star of the station. On the air, he was loud, lewd, and a real screamer. In 1975, he was voted one of the top four DJs in America. He had a unique way of working as well. He did his show wearing sh- uh, shorts only. No shirt, no shoes, no socks. Just shorts. Wow, really? <laughs> yeah, that's a dream. That's, that's my you know a dream. Not my right, right. <laughs> my the dream. Whammo is out there. God, look at him. That's I aspire to be Captain <laughs> Whammo, <laughs> which you can imagine caused quite a stir when he had a client uh, party at the station one evening. Uh, on a rare occasion, as I would head into the studio to start my morning show, the overnight jock would tell me that Jim was sleeping in the studio on the floor behind the cart rack, the tape cartridges, and could I please wake him at 7 a.m.? Not sure why he was there, but I kindly honored his request. <laughs> and that's what Jays, you know, back in the day, right. that's what Jays did for each other. It's the man. code of the Jays. Yeah, that's, you know, so much of that has been lost now in you know, the modern voice tracked radio and all of that. Yeah. His life at times was dark, painful, and filled with emptiness. After Jim left WN. Is that also part of the DJ experience? <laughs> uh, yes. <laughs> A crucial part, I think. Yes, mine was until I met Janet. Oh. This is horrible, actually. <laughs> All I did was go home every day after the show and think, God, I suck. Oh. Maybe I'm not qualified to do this. After Jim left WMET, I lost touch with him and his whereabouts until a couple of years later when I ran into him at a restaurant. Uh, and he apparently had, you know, he, uh, he was a different person. He said it was because he had accepted Jesus as his Lord and Savior. He said that one night he was feeling sad and low while driving. He turned on Moody Radio, which is not, that's not like some kind of a, a you know, you know a format where people are moody. Uh-huh. Right. It's like <laughs> aloof and annoyed music. <laughs> yeah. What's yeah. wrong? <laughs> no, it's nothing. nothing. Just, yeah. <laughs> I'm just so sick of it. Um, so that, uh, that, that's page one of that. Uh, he uh, turned on Moody Radio and heard someone giving the prayer of salvation. 
He pulled over to the side of the road and prayed that prayer. His life totally changed. That's good, I guess. Yeah. Over time, his career took off in a very different direction, working at Christian radio stations and most recently in Naples, Florida. I so I, I guys I gotta be I gotta be honest with you I didn't know there was an opening at a Christian station down there so I'm definitely gonna be putting in a tape and you might lose me to that I'll be I, I believe in God I think um, but, but uh, that would be a, a nice J, always a J you know like, the thing I mean if I have to lie about it a little bit that's okay as long as it sounds good right I mean there's people all over broadcast uh, you know. Radio, television, the internet that's uh, lying all the time about what they really believe in. So. I got to say this. You know, we might have a nice big antenna that covers a lot of ground, but there's nothing that broadcasts deeper, wider, farther than that big guy upstairs. I'll tell you right now. I'll tell you what. The original, the original, <laughs> uh, bro- he, or Jesus was the original broadcaster. <laughs> that's true. Got some creed coming at you. <laughs> One of my first jobs in radio, uh, Douglas A. Cox was his name. He was the station manager. Mm-hmm. And he was like a groovy California, groovy, you know, uh, hippie businessman. Uh, sure, yeah, you know, yeah. Asked and all that kind of stuff. And he said to me once, he said, you know, whenever you ha- uh, talk to w- more than one person at a time, uh, you have the power, uh, you know, the power of... Uh, the, the same power that Jesus had. So use it, you know, use it accordingly, which I think I've done for the most part. <laughs> now for the lightning. You know, because I mean, he would get up on a rock and talk and people would gather and that's the original radio kind of, you know, right? Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, so Naples, uh, he also started producing a Christian oldies program called Classic Christian Gold. Classic Christian Gold to Steve Dahl. Which was heard around the world, including stations in Kenya, New Zealand, Haiti, the Philippines, and France. Uh, Was it in French? It was clear that God had changed him from the inside out. God gave him so much talent. And when Jim gave that back to God, for his purposes, God blessed him big time. Well, that's that's nice. That's a nice thing to say, Greg. Yeah. Uh, I am prepared to play you some Captain Whammo. He was good. Cool. cool. And I'd, I'd like to lay some on you right now, if that's all right. Please. Yeah, please. All right. I will. Hey, Mr. Hewitt, Boston. Yeah, wow, I forgot about what how hot he was coming in. Uh-huh. Man. That was this is uh, seventy seven or seventy eight. Holy shit, man. <laughs> Zap the cap. <laughs> oh, is that great? Wow. I know. He was good. Oh. I mean, he was good. By that time, I was kind of out of that type of radio and uh-huh. more into what, you know, what 
I mean, you know. You you did loud and lewd, but in a different way. Yeah. With that less shouty. Yeah, yeah. But I still wanted you to zap the cap. (laughs) (laughs) Ball the doll. (laughs) She was like the first time standby for the whammo line and a zap in one minute at MET. Uh, what's your name? What school do you go to? Uh, can I say hi to a good friend of mine? Yeah. Good, good looking blonde? Uh-huh. Hmm, not bad. <laughs> Standing tall. Uh, Debbie Dry Hubble. Huh? Yeah, well, that's who she is. Oh. We're talking about high school girls here. What's happening here, Captain? <laughs> this is before the transition, though. You uh-huh. know, so. Yep. You know. yep. <laughs> can I say hi to you? Go to New Trier. Huh? Can I say hi to one of your classmates? Yeah. <laughs> I haven't heard, I haven't heard uh, Moody Radio yet. <laughs> I'm, pretty, I'm pretty sure the age of consent in Illinois is 17 at this oh, time. Man. Forgive me. I just woke up. <laughs> oh, goofy name, but a good looking babe. And good looking fox. So what's my grade gonna be? Uh, I can see the letter. The letter. Hey! Oh my god, I wish. Hey! Nice. You mark it down, that's what you're gonna get, because I got the ESP, okay? Thank you very much. Whammo! you're calling 19, you're a winner, and you're on the radio. What's your name? Debbie Burrow. Debbie, you just sent me the brand new Steve Miller LP containing jet airliner furnished by Capitol Records. Give me T to Whammo Line. Captain Whammo? Yeah. Um, um, I, 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 can you, um, play Kiss on, on the radio? What song, Beth? Yeah. Okay, what's your name? Oh my God. What's your name? Christopher Antonelli. What school do you go to? Tony Creek. Okay, Whammo! That's how you sign it. Whammo! That's how you sign it. That's how you just say it. That word work, it's like, yeah. how, how it's like in aloha. Philadelphia they say John. <laughs> right, yeah. 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 But yeah, right. It's like aloha. It's like it's his, a multi purpose. Yeah. 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 Um, I think Morning, those, Captain. Whammo. Those were all taped during the other songs. You know, you bet. Yeah. You would you would take the calls and you would record them. There'd be a recorder right by you, and then you would kind of edit them together quickly. Uh, so that's why he kind of missed the intro on that. But I so I don't I don't, I don't fault him for that. She would change Simmons and kiss. Uh, and he's going to talk it on the radio. What song, Beth? Yeah. Okay. What's your name? Oh my God. What's your name? Christopher Antonelli. What school do you go to? Tony Creek. Okay. Whammo. See, whammo, and then Beth, you say you leave it would be, that would be perfect. Right. But he's in a hurry because he's yeah. doing those during, uh, feels like the first time or whatever. So he, yeah. you know, he, uh, so, it's but he, I think fun. he finishes it off here. Image would nope. change Simmons and kiss and Beth. Yeah, but I would have hit with Beth to show you that it's a, it's a love song. 755 at MET. Dear Gabby, what are you doing at 10? I got nothing going on tonight. <laughs> Chicago weather with Captain Wamo Friday night clear and warm tonight. Low tonight 60, hot tomorrow 90. Right now 77 O'Hare at Midway, 69 down by the lake at MET. Keep right on coming. Yeah. In the next 60 minutes, you're going to hear a lot of music.
right into the shuffle. How's that feel, boss? <laughs> oh, that's always good to hear that one. That's a, I know DJs had a lot of fun with that yeah, song that was, when they could talk. Yeah, about the, the shuffle. Yeah. Next stop or that was first a big stop, record. First that was a big stop record or whatever, Chi Town. That's Lito right. Lito put the hammer down. That's what I mean. Yeah, Chicago. Yeah, yeah. All right. Thank you. Say, let it roll. <laughs> Damn, one more iPhone. There's actually no actual lyrics to that. That's just me making some sounds. <laughs> one more iPhone. Forget it. A lot easier that way. You're fine. Sure. Easier to write them, right? It's something big in the chorus. They can sing along to, but uh, the other thing else, it's just a vehicle to get to the chorus. <laughs> the verse is just sounds. Just sounds. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Cool. That's going to be a good one to take your, to tape your calls to, you know. Yeah, sweet. Yeah, you get, that's fairly long. I give you gives you some time to get your calls ready. That he needed three songs. He just called it. Captain, somebody wake the captain. <laughs> man, I'm having trouble. Rack. I ran out of tape, man. He's behind the cart rack. Somebody see my I need my splicing tape, man. <laughs> Where the hell is it? Oh, it's in my shirt pocket, and that's over in the corner. Where's my damn razor blade? <laughs> Yes, or is that yeah? 821 at M-E-T. Skin Street, White Castle, see you there. One pop- you there? Yes, yes, I see you there. One popular White Castle is at 63rd and Cicero. I might see you there. You. He's really oh, trolling for something to do when he gets off the air there. <laughs> for someone to do. Right? Anybody in that area? <laughs> yeah. I could go to White Castle, yeah. Sure, man. That's cool. <laughs> oh, I can go up to the Winneka area. For, it is students from, hot students from New Trier. Huh? The mobile is the hitting the road. The Wabomobile. <laughs> Tight, light, and bright, man. Man, Captain. Good, good job. Yeah. Wow. You can search for that on YouTube if you want to listen to it. It's uh, Captain Whammo, WMET Chicago. 1977 slash 1978. So I, I, I do remember the whammo line. Yeah, tight and bright. All air checks all the time is the yeah. name of the the uh, I guess the host of the of the YouTube page. So there you go. Man, it's coming in hot. Yeah, I, it's I good. Forgot his delivery oh. was so hot. Oh Jeez. man, <laughs> zap the cap. Yeah, zap for four hours too. Like yeah, four hours of that. Probably six nights a week. Yeah. Uh, so. Shirtless. 
<laughs> short. Yeah, just shorts. Just oh, wearing only sockless. shorts. <laughs> probably no underwear even. Don't you think? Yeah. I mean, if you're going to be that weird. probably hopping around and yelling. I feel like they were like gym shorts, kind of. I, yeah, I, sort I bet. Of, I rem- kind of remember encountering him. and That that style, for sure, the, with like, uh, you know, red shorts with white piping. Uh, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Elastic. Richard Simmons, like kind of Richard Simmons <laughs> shorts. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. All right, just uh, one more, one or two more here. Thirty-five standby for the Wamble Line and a Chicago Cub prediction in one minute. And now we go to the Wamble Line. Give me to the Wamble Line. Captain Wamble, this is the poet, and I have tonight's nursery rhyme about Greg. This turkey brown. Okay, can I say Uh-oh. hi to some friends of mine first? Yeah, go ahead. I want to say hi to some friends from First Federal Savings, Debbie Perez, Sandra Big Ones Palmer, John, Irene, Duder. Sandra Big Ones Palmer? Sandra Big Ones? Oh. Come on, Captain. The whammo. Oh, man. <laughs> the whammo. You got big ones. Yeah. Listen for me tonight around 805. I'm going to say hello to you. Yeah, I'm talking about some big cans. <laughs> <laughs> Debbie Prision and poor sick Marion Williams. Oh. Yeah, she's sick. Sick. Sick in the head. Okay. Okay, what, what's happening? Okay, I got the nursery rhyme. Okay, I'm ready. Okay. Greg Brown, Zitz, and Ty looked at the girls and made them cry. When Axie 5, Clearacel, and Stridex came out to play, Zitz's ran away. Whammo! <laughs> Well, wow. And then Greg Brown, even though he was called Zitface and whatnot, still went on to po- to post that beautiful eulogy about him. Yeah. That's lovely. That's a pro, right? Yeah, it's a friend. You can see why it took him three songs to get all this together here. Right, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. that one. Okay. Wham! Oh! Wham! Oh! Give me Tina Wham! Oh! Line! Hey, Captain, can I test your ESP? Yes, what's your name? Tom Capsales. And what school do you go to? Eisenhower. Do you believe I have ESP before you put me to the test? That is my question to you tonight! Yeah, I believe. Okay, what's up? Okay, I want to know if the Cubs are going to move into first place tomorrow. You know, they're only a half a game out. I was at that ball game today. They looked real good. Cubs over the Pirates 4-2. to two. And let's go back to the, the opening day of the season. What did I say? Where did I say the Cubs were going to finish? Everybody's picking them for fifth. I said they'd finish at least third. Right. Is that right? right. Wow. Now maybe people believe in my great powers of ESP. And I do predict, even though they got the whale going tomorrow. <laughs> Rick Russell, as big as a whale, I do predict, I do predict that tomorrow the Cubs will make it two in a row, and tomorrow you will see the Chicago Cubs move into first place in the National League East. Do you believe? I believe in Captain Q. Pratt, my favorite group. Who? E-L-O. Okay, are you ready? This goes from one to ten. Hey, that's enough. Crazy. Whammo! Whammo! That's how I'm going to sign off from now on. On (laughs) phone calls. (laughs) Whammo! Hi, Mike. What's going on? Oh, Dad. Blah, 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 blah. Okay. Whammo! (laughs) Hi, Janet. Hello. Hey, Janet. Whammo! Whammo, Janet! What school do you go to? (laughs) What time do you get out? (laughs) How do you walk home? Do you like White Castle? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, big ones. (laughs) 
<laughs> yeah, good old days. Oh, good old days before uh, he he found his Lord and Savior. Yeah, that one fateful night. Sounded, really, yeah, but it sounded like he was well on his way to uh, you know. He bo- needed to like he, out. Yeah, he, he might have exhausted all the other options. Yeah, uh-huh. yeah, yeah. When there's nowhere else to turn, turn to Moody. Yeah, unfortunately. Yeah. Uh, that's the only direction, really, that makes any sense. I used to drive home from gigs and, and wander through the radio dial, you know, listening to Bob and Ron's Fish Report and stuff like that. <laughs> and I would land on Moody sometimes. And there was a guy that 100% provided, and a little peek behind the curtain here, but there was a guy that provided the absolute voice for Depp. And I would just sit there and try to talk like this guy to keep myself awake. Really? As he would go through this whole, and then the Lord came down. You know, like, well, there was a Christ who, as a human, you know, like he would just keep talking. I was like Johnny like, Depp reading the Bible? Yeah, that's what it was, essentially. And, you know, and the guy was so showbiz. Uh-huh. There was no, like, there was no sort of uh, trace of the compassion of the Lord or anything. The guy was just so mm-hmm. getting off on this otherworldly set of pipes that he has. Yeah. He just like, awesome. oh, this, yeah, I, I don't know, you know, <laughs> as he said in the Sermon on the Mount, you know, and just, just luxuriating in this hot, smoky maple syrup, you know, voice of his. Just, uh-huh. It was great. So WMBI, Moody Bible yeah. Institute. So I listened to Moody, but it was only for radio content. I, you know, none of the messaging ever sunk. You, know, you I never, never had to pull over. Never had to pray. pull over. Yeah. Not yet. Not yet. <laughs> you may happen. Do they still have a radio station? Is that still sure, a yeah. thing? They yeah. do. Yeah. All right. Should I send? A, should we send them a tape? Mm-hmm. That's true. Yeah. Listen. Uh, <laughs> send them, you know, maybe uh, me to, us talking to Satan. <laughs> yeah, Something like that, right? Because don't they have to offer equal time, man? Equal time. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> Come on. You know, let the man speak, or let let the demon speak. The the cloven hooved R- demon right? speak. Just you know, one hour. You know, four a.m. on a Sunday, whatever, wherever they put the, you know, where they, yeah, put that stuff. Yeah, yeah. What's going on, Janet? Hi, Janet. Uh not a lot. Not a lot. No. Just, nope. Nope, 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 nope. All right. Everything good upstairs? It's, it's quiet. Rosie seems, she does seem, uh, I don't know. Well, you, you know, you, sad or something. you sleep with headphones and CPAP. And so last night, it's to me, I'm the one that's hearing her at three and at six. And she wants to go downstairs and I'm figuring she has to go to the bathroom. But she just kind of walks from room to room. And then she goes outside and she looks longingly into the back, which we don't let her in because we have some... Um, boxes, some mouse poison boxes back there, and um, and and then she pretends she pantomimes going to the bathroom and comes back in, and then two hours later she wants to do the same. And yesterday, uh, she, while I was in one of our guest bedrooms, she like squatted and peed. <laughs> it was the oddest thing because she doesn't really do that. She sometimes furtively goes up and makes a deposit upstairs if it's raining and she doesn't want to go outside, but. I was in there, and she just like squatted in front of me and peed. So like a protest. Yeah, she's almost. she's hissy. She's oh. lost her little yeah. playmate. You know what I'm gonna do? Because hmm. didn't you bring Bonnie upstairs to show yeah. her something? Yeah, and, yeah. And then the thing is, fine. Oh, I'll just pee here right in front of you. Then. She just stayed downstairs in her bed at six o'clock, and it was great because I could stretch my legs out in bed. That was perfect. I woke up. I was, the door was open. The dog was <laughs> gone. I came down. She didn't even want to get up and finish my 
you know, lick my plate mm-hmm. of my egg sandwich. Yeah, she's wow. she's yeah. mourning her buddy, her little buddy. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. I think she likes it because she gets top dog status. Cooper has to sleep kind of in a penned off area, and she's on the bed and she's looking right, down so on her, him like her pack. <laughs> what happened to my pack? I finally get um, got, got control over mm-hmm. a pack, and now it's gone. <laughs> but she was generous this time because she's had food issues of fighting, and so we fed them in different rooms, but at the same time. And it was actually productive because for once, instead of grazing, she would eat all her food because she didn't want Cooper to get it. So it made for fewer trips outside. It was, you know, it it actually fixed a few of her foibles. Was it coordinated like you'd Steve in one room, Janet in the other? Poor. No. No. No, but she did put Rosie's food in the TV room and Cooper ate out of Rosie's bowl in the kitchen and Rosie was fine with it. So in in the past, she wouldn't have been fine with it. Yeah. It's progress. Yeah. So it's all good. good, But I don't miss Cooper's hair because I, I brushed so hard all weekend and I have, I have enough white hair in the garbage cans to make 50 bird nests. I mean, there's just so much He's Hair like a, in a, a golden retriever. Or a wig for Steve. Just a big, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. big <laughs> fancy white hair. Like wild. <laughs> Put on your wig hat, baby. <laughs> for, so I can play George Washington next President's Day. <laughs> Uh, yeah, he's uh, he's a golden, but he has white hair. He's an English cream golden, allegedly, but he's just kind of a mess. He's I think he has dysplasia, and that's partly why they've made a truce, because she's got a bad back leg, and he's got dysplasia, and so they just kind of hobble around like old farts. Together, we make one. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right, well, she, uh, she seems to be missing him today. Yeah, I miss sure. him, too. He's very comforting when the arid cyclone went off on Tuesday. He flew upstairs, and he came and sat next to me and he put his head in my lap like we're under attack me protect me the martians are coming (laughs) i think we're under attack and i i did some some outdoor work and i took a bath and it's always it's always hard for me to get in and out of the tub it's because i have a deep soaking tub and i don't have a grab bar because i'm trying to pretend that i'm you know totally young and and so he stood by the or he laid by the bathtub all the time i took a bath and he watched me get out of the tub it was kind of like having a little guardian Oh, that's sweet. It was very mm. sweet. Yeah, he's a good dog. Is that ironic that you wanted a deep soaking tub and now you can't get in or it's out a, of it? It's a bummer. It's but you know what? Yeah. I had a um, I had a grab bar, and then years and years ago when your dad was here, we installed it in the shower in your dad's, in the mm-hmm. bathroom that he was using instead of the the t- That's the a tub. tough one to get into also because yeah, you got to hop climb over, over the tub, yeah. which yeah. is also a deep tub. Janet's big on the deep tubs. Well, if you're going to have one, it doesn't have jets, but it you can get in and cover yourself to your neck so that you don't get cold. It's perfect. That's it's perfect. Cool. But it's hard to get out of. There, there are tricks. Oh, yeah. It's really hard. It Now I'm finding with my bad knees, it's easier actually to get out than to get in because I have methodology. But getting in, I can't bend either knee really because of my replacement on one side and my bad knee on the other. So it's really hard to get in. Really hard. Yeah. It's, it was worth it. I, I haven't ever... She no, doesn't ever do it in front of me. Well, I asked you to take a bath together the other night, and then we both looked at each other and realized that even a deep I child mean, probably doesn't accommodate us both. Two inches of water and then us, and it would be full even though it's a 22-inch deep yeah, child. Yeah, I don't know how we would exactly <laughs> fit in there, but I mean, I appreciated the offer. 
<laughs> and I was willing to come up and, you know, take a shower or whatever and, you know, do whatever. But, uh, yeah, I don't mm. think we would both fit in no. there. No, no. And uh, <laughs> you'd, have, you'd have to, I mean, you, <laughs> it's not like we could sit one at, at one end and one at no. the other because it's kind of short. Yeah, it's the regular length. I don't know. It was, it was just a, it was one of those rhetorical invitations because mm. I knew we both didn't fit. Yeah. And, you know, I don't like to take baths. I know, but I bought you Epsom salt so that you could soak after you played golf. And I think you would enjoy it. I do. Okay. She bought me Buddy Epsom salt. So it's... Uh, yeah. Ooh, doggy. Ooh, doggy. <laughs> it gives you an accent when you, uh, mm-hmm. when you, get, when you get out. Hey, I'm a singer slash guitarist. I'll be the golden bachelor. Hey, look at me. I just woke up. Now, you might throw an old lady out of a plane. I'll check the facts. Very intriguing. For quitters, they do really well. What if you performed in a giant bunny costume? Uh, okay. Tell your story, bunny. A sexually attractive man, especially an older one who is fashionable or charismatic. Is there a picture of me? We don't know what he's going to say. Whoa. That's just the human condition. Is it? Really? So anyway, hey. Brendan was saying. <laughs> sorry, sorry. Go ahead. Blah, blah, blah. I'm in the wrong place. Something weird's happened. Rosalito. He's a little cheesy, I think. I bet we can talk you into it when you're 104. You know what? I'm just going to tire him out. But we push on, hoping that the great spirits will reward us. Appreciate you guys. Appreciate you, man. And I really can't be detained any further. No, I cannot. The Dollcast brought to you by you because you are what? Nothing. You just you get more bang for the buck with your vowels than any man I know, any person I know. You. <laughs> uh, you should pay it's a, extra. It's my style. <laughs> it's, it's, yeah. Whammo! 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 Uh, yeah, I don't know. I guess that's just maybe uh, how uh, my. My dad got a lot of mileage out of vowels as well. Yeah. Almond butter, so maybe <laughs> I know, and you made fun of him your whole life, and now you are him. It's it's crazy. <laughs> I don't think I sound like him. Oh, you sound just like him. <laughs> just like okay. him. If I close my eyes, I think it's Roger. Really? Yeah. All right. If you say so. <laughs> the show, as always, brought to you by you because you are a subscriber. And, uh, well, here's, uh, here's an email right here from a subscriber from Michelle Maros. Hello, Steve, Brendan, Dog, and Janet. Hello. I have a great tuna fish salad recipe that circumvents the mayo. Oh. Whoa. Canned or pouched white albacore tuna in water, one-third less fat. Philadelphia cream cheese. Oh, that's a good ah. hack. Trust the lower fat. It acts, it's actually creamier and do not use an off-brand. Yes, ma'am. Diced celery. Or you got that Pittsburgh cheese. This wasn't the same. <laughs> avoid. Avoid. <laughs> Lemon juice and or zest. Black pepper. Sliced pimento stuffed green olives. From the Dog Julen Pantry. Oh, this sounds so good. And pretty with the pimentos. A plop of plain old yellow mustard. Measure with your heart and mix well. 
That sounds phenomenal. That does sound good. It does. I have to say, even I that think that might be okay. Make a sandwich, spread it on triscuits, dip put, ruffles into yeah, it. Yeah, put it in a pita. Mm. Or eat it wheat with a thins. spoon. Yeah, I'll, sure. I'll nominate wheat thins for yeah. that, too. Yeah. That or, is really... Or eat it with a spoon. The sky's the limit. Because I was thinking, well, when you were talking about it, I was thinking about yogurt, but the texture of Greek yogurt is used as a substitute in a lot of recipes for mayonnaise, but it wouldn't have, the, it would be too, it wouldn't bind the tuna well enough. Mm. It would just slide off. It's got to be st- kind of sticky, right? Yeah. yeah. That's a... That is a great recipe. When Steve's not around, sometimes I go in and buy a quarter pound of egg salad and a quarter pound of tuna because I, I actually like them and I can't, I mean, I just don't have them in the fridge when Steve's here for that reason that you're hearing. <laughs> but I do like them and I grew up on them. Every Friday it was either tuna or egg salad sandwiches and then once in a while salmon patties or oh, God. fish sticks. Fish sticks were the worst. Well, we had fish sticks too when I was a kid. I didn't uh, give me enough ketchup, I could eat one. But <laughs> well, my mom had to put like forty eight on a on a cookie sheet for yeah. the families. They all came out wobbly and wimpy. They didn't have any. God, God knows what part of the fish that was. Uh, a pretty good idea, though. She'd try and sell them by giving us Orida French fries too, and everything was just a soggy, sloppy mess. And we didn't have pets to feed under the table, but there was a there was a cool little ledge because our table was had to be pulled out, and it was a, it was a square table. And then when we ate at it, you pulled it apart and made it into a rectangle and dragged it into the middle of the kitchen. That's how small our kitchen was. And there was a little ledge underneath, and a lot of us. The older kids all got in the habit of putting our food on the ledge. Really? And then we would just go back and get it and throw it out later on. Nice. <laughs> but sometimes we'd forget and there'd be really funky food there. And yeah. you, like you couldn't throw out your bad spaghetti with really runny meat sauce. It had to be something like fish sticks. Just lay a fish stick up on there. <laughs> yeah. Meredith and her sister used to hide their leftover plates in the panels of a drop ceiling. Nice. That's bad if you forget, man. It's terrible. <laughs> Something smells really bad in here. Yeah. Mm. Where have the plates gone, girls? Don't know. <laughs> Last time I saw one, I was eating it, that delicious meal off of it. And it, it might have like survived them moving out of the house, oh. too. Uh, <laughs> oh, just think uh. how the rodents in our basement ceiling would feel if they had plates to go to, Steve. We'd have so many more. Mm-hmm. I don't think we have too many right now. I know, but I cleaned up the yard Saturday, and I as long as they're outside, that's I mean, you know. Oh, I oh I opened up this like one of those toughy boxes that I keep the things we cover our porch furniture, patio furniture in, and I pulled the the duck like it's I don't know it's canvas I guess pulled the canvas out and it was just the the border all the canvas was gone and I thought oh my god rodents are. In How here. do they get in there? I don't know. They can make themselves small. It must not latch. And then I pulled the other one out, and it was just kind of confetti. And I looked down, and there were three mice on their back paws looking up at me. What the hell, lady? Looking up at me. And you could really see them because they were trapped down in this box, and they were, and it was white, and you could see their little brown faces. And I, I didn't know what to do. Steve wasn't home. I wanted to scream. That didn't want the neighbors to freak out. So I left the box top up, and I ran out of the gazebo, and I banged the door, and I could hear. Well, I left them something something tasty to eat. I know. I, I went back in with the leaf blower, and I was going to try and, I they were not visible, 
after so i blew <laughs> all, blow them away like an no like a, I, bl- I blew away all it's their, like a tornado to them I, I blew their turds and the nesting material that they made when they chopped up all the covers i blew that stuff out but i wasn't brave enough to take every other thing out of the box and clean it i just mm. i laid i left that for you honey so you could Thanks. feel strong thank you and instead, all you did is toss a big brick of poison in there, and mm. and you didn't clean and anything up. <laughs> like a grenade. Yeah. And ran. Yeah. Ran like a sissy. That was from, as I mentioned that email, uh, Michelle Maros. Uh, hi to Joe and Tom, too. Longtime listener, charter subscriber, not yet an SOTD. Oh. Hint, hint. Love and respect, Michelle. Michelle Maros, you're our Dollcast subscriber of the day. For all that you do, so generous and true. Today the slimeball spotlight shines on you. You could do the same with shrimp salad, and that would open up a new possibility for you, because shrimp salad's really good. I like shrimp better than I like tuna. Yeah. Hmm. But with the cream cheese is a great idea. And I yeah. love the pimentos, because that will make it look so pretty. And celery for crunch, that's a good recipe. Yeah. That that's is why I made her listener of the day. You yeah. don't just, subscriber of the day, you don't just get that automatically. It goes Unless it, you ask for it. Yeah, <laughs> right. Because that's easier for me. To, it sticks out more for me to remember. The show also brought to us by our podcast partners, such as the uh, the amazing David Hochberg and Team Hochberg, 855-56-DAVID, 56david.com. John Heggie, Heggie Law, J-H-E-G-G-I-E, at Heggie Law Estate Planning. I was looking at their website today, 847 272 7360. And if you go to HeggyLaw.com, at the top, they have an estate planning questionnaire. So you could, if you're kind of not 100% sure what it's, you know, what's going to go down, mm-hmm. you can fill out the questionnaire and it kind of gives you an idea of, uh, you know, what what they're looking for and what they can do. And I'll, if you scroll down uh, towards the bottom of the page, you will see a... Uh, um, I don't know. Uh, I don't know the the web term. You'll see that there is a. Uh, I don't. I don't know what the term for this is. A box, uh, a section, um, for uh, Judge Corinne Heggie, Democrat for Judge, and a link to her website. Yeah. And then if you go to her website. You will see that uh, I think you got to sign up, uh, but you will see that I am hosting an event for her on November nineteenth, nineteenth, downtown. Yeah, and uh, I don't. Uh, you should you should sign up, and then they'll send you the information. Yeah. It's uh, it's a fundraiser, and uh, I think it's like a hundred bucks or something. Our political. Contributions deductible? I no. No. Yeah. But whatever. Uh, it's at a bar uh, downtown, and it'll be uh, during the Bears game, and it's on November 19th. And uh, if you, I, I think if you went to, uh, if you go to uh, Corinne Heggie for Judge.com and then click on events, you'll, uh, you'll see the. Uh, Bears versus Lions watch party fundraiser hosted by Steve Dahl, November 19th. Awesome. 12 p.m. location in the loop 
address provided with RSVP. Tickets available. And then you click on register. And the next thing you know, uh, you know, you're doing a good thing because you're making sure that a, a good person becomes a judge. And uh, I don't walk into an empty room. Hmm. So it's going to be a great event. A Bears watch party. That should be a party. Yeah. And it's good to be in the company of friends when you're watching tragedy. <laughs> yeah. It's, we were in Detroit after Detroit won their first seasonal game against, was it the, the Bengals? No, Kansas City. And everybody was so euphoric. They, had, they were just on cloud nine. You didn't meet anyone that wasn't talking about the Lions, the Lions, the Lions. Yeah. So I think they've had a little bit of a reality check since then. But Well, I think they're still doing okay. Yeah. yeah. I think they lead yeah, their division. Yeah, they're better, than, they're better off they're than six we are. and two. So uh, six and two for the Lions, five and four for the Vikings. Packers are three and five of the Bears coming in last, two and yeah, seven. Shit. It's got to be a bump to win your first game against the Super Bowl. Yeah, champions. Oh, they were. Yeah, they were completely. Uh, they were jacked, <laughs> highly jacked. And speaking of getting highly jacked, roast to order. dot com, delicious, freshly roasted coffee delivered right to your door. Digging the morning blend here today. Me quite too. Out lot. of the pod. How'd you, you know. get? I'm sorry. No, I just said quite a lot. Oh so, yeah, yeah, very I, delicious. I'm having uh, I'm having a pod with I believe some morning blend in it. And Beautiful. I made a pod with Colombian. There you go. Oh, you made I your did. own. You crafted. You handcrafted a pod. I did. Mm -hmm. I'm I'm using a pre-made one, and I think that's what's in it. I, I whatever it is, it's good. Whatever it is, it's good. Uh, so it, if you have uh, been putting off tr trying roast to order. Uh, go to roasttoorder.com and uh, buy you know buy some pods and try it try it that way if you if that's how you consume your coffee because I think you'll you'll find that it's uh, substantially um, better than uh, than the coffee the stale yeah. coffee the 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 not so freshly roasted coffee that you end up many times purchasing. Mm -hmm. At your favorite supermarket or wherever. Fabrini's Flowers, FABflowers.com, 888-885-2000. Promo code Stever saves you 10%. Um, I don't know what we're doing for Thanksgiving, but uh, when <laughs> Janet uh, decides, uh, whoever is hosting us, I don't believe we're hosting anybody, right? Well, Mike and Catherine asked us because they were going to have his mother-in-law. Mm -hmm. And then, of course, I had to say, well, of course, you can come here. Why do you do that? I don't know. Completely out of it. Because you don't have to do it. I know, but you like turkey, and that yeah. way you get leftovers. Okay. Yeah. Well, I appreciate that if that's the real reason. And then we're having a friendsgiving with. But turkey's not that hard to come by anymore. So no, we're having a friendsgiving on Saturday. And you know what? If we had steak on Thanksgiving and sat here alone, I'd be completely happy. Okay, I'm fine with that. What's a friendsgiving? Uh, we're going to Pat and Rachel's because they're going to be away for Thanksgiving. And they're but they're, they're our family. I know, but I think that other people are coming. Maybe her her parents. I don't know. I don't know. Mm -hmm. I think Mike's showing up at that one, too. <laughs> okay. All right. So, like, after, because they're going to be gone. Right. They're returning on Thanksgiving now, Day. I claim that's punishment. Like, they're not here for Thanksgiving. They're actually in Florida at our place. So, why do I have to go to another thing because you weren't here? It's not Which Janet does not seem to, uh, she does not seem to think that you know, that is it's good to get a good out of the way house. to act as a, as a, as person. a 
I think it's really as a nice head of a family for yeah. anyone who to want to go to all that trouble. No, for it's us. very nice, but it, it's Thanksgiving was Thursday. This is Saturday. We have other stuff to do now. <laughs> That's well, how about if I had you um, putting up Christmas trees and decorating the house on Saturday? Would you rather do that or go to Thanksgiving? Thanksgiving, and Pat I, Friendsgiving, for yeah, sure. I mm-hmm. thought so. So Okay. All righty, then. It's a deal. Okay. Doughboy Restaurant Group, Stands, Donuts, and Coffee. Today, if you are listening on the 9th of November, today, uh, if you download their app, you, uh, it, you can get a... Uh, a $2 hot chocolate at stands, at any stands. Ooh. Two bucks. All right. For a nice hot chocolate. Ooh. Mm-hmm. That sounds nice. And there are stands, donuts all over the Chicagoland area. I'm sure you know the one nearest you. I know I do. Stands, donuts, and coffee, Labriola Bakery and Cafe in Oakbrook, which is where I was planning on going after the golf lesson that I... I, I didn't even really, uh, well, I canceled it with the first guy, so. And the second guy, the, the manager, he didn't really convince me to come in, so. No. So. Because <laughs> I have to make the decision, you know, make sure before you get here that you've consulted with the person who, you know. Right. Yeah. Because on the spot, you have to decide yes or no. Like, mm-hmm. Really? Yeah, one chance at it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay. No, thanks. Pasadena. Pasadena. I like the part where it says, talk to whomever you have to talk about the money mm-hmm. with. Right. Jesus. What the if ball I, I and chain. Yeah. I don't have to talk to any about <laughs> the money. And, uh, and and then, the, you know, when he looked back to see that I was there in 2013, uh, a lot has changed since then. Yeah. Uh, okay. Really? <laughs> has technology improved at all since 2013? I'm surprised to hear that, you fucking dipshit. But... I still might go to, you know, there's no reason not to, not to just go there and... Isn't there another one you can go to, though? I'm not going to go to any. I'm I'm not... Another golf place? Like, like besides that one that was so officious. Yes. It seems bad to reward a company that yes. talks to prospective clients like that. They didn't used to be like that. I don't know what happened. They must have gotten bought out by somebody or... There's a lot more competition in that space these days. I mean, really, you can go to Dick's Sporting Goods and... You know, get the same thing, basically. Hmm. So, um, is that your? Are you gurgling? I don't think that was me. It might have been me. I don't know. <laughs> that was a good. Drinking some coffee. <laughs> good gurgle. Thank you. <laughs> I hit good rock gurgle. bottom. Good projection. I mean, it just <laughs> so uh, that. But that's no reason not to go to Labriola Cafe or to. Uh, no, it'll probably save you. If you don't go there, you probably won't eat a dozen donuts in the car on the way home furtively. From, or co- coffee cake or soup or whatever. Right, right, pizza. right, right. But I mean, that they're in the same, it's all in the same yeah. shopping center there. So. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, maybe I'll just be out, I'll just go out to the shopping center and bring a piece <laughs> of uh, no, AstroTurf no, no. with me. Oh, okay. And I'll just hit balls into their window. <laughs> Steve is getting really afraid about the impending cold weather, and he wants to fill up his dance card with reasons to be out of the house, and I applaud that choice completely. Mm-hmm. Well, uh, yeah. Well, I'm going for my fitness uh, I thing know, today. I know. Yeah. 
That's really that's really awesome. Once again, I want to tell you, way to go. These girls are young and quite hot, and I... Oh. That's got nothing to do with it. <laughs> well, well, well. It's not my fault. Young me might have been jealous now. It's just like, no. if As long as he's not in, insecure about working out with young, hot women... Not at all. Then whatever. Whatever it gives me. I always count the hours of solitude as I, a plus. I prefer working out with female trainers because... They're not trying to show off how much stronger than you they are, or whatever. Yeah, you know, yeah, you know the thing is, I, I hate to keep harping on it, and but when you're 69, almost 69 years old, your goals have to be different. It has to be to maintain what you have and strengthen what you have. But you, the notion of like getting bulky or chest. Right whatever doing a, a big weightlift thing those are not good for you you need to just kind of get limber and and create right. i don't need po- to do power lifting right. to try to show off for my right. male coach so i i hope that they hit the right spots just dainty little weights <laughs> uh yeah they seem very nice i've talked to them on the phone they were recommended to me by um a subscriber and his son actually they're both subscribers and uh, I'm, I'm looking forward to it. As someone who's older than you, by a little, I would have to say that one of the things that's really hard about getting older is you get a little bit of arthritis and stiffness. And so the, the notion that motion, motion is lotion is, is always ballyhooed by physical therapists and exercise therapists. And it's really true. The more you move, the less you suffer. And as soon as you stop moving, you stiffen up. And then those things become really big impediments to even getting out of a chair or walking downstairs. And, and so anything that's not horrible and doesn't disengage you because it's painful and, and all, that's, that's really good for your long-term Structural integrity. That's what you're looking for. Structural integrity. Lung capacity. The ability to get around. And I mean, it's it's health. It's not like physique even. It's health. Right. No, for sure. I mean, I, I get that. I get that. And if you want to lose a little of your tummy, then that's No, I do too. for sure. Well, but, you know, eating and nutrition is part of it. So, um, you know, we'll see how complicated that is. Uh, but... Um, we well, could, we, could, we <laughs> both could both stand to eat better. I know. I don't think they're going to, you know, create an allowance for two ice cream sandwiches every night and stuff like that. They'll no, probably say, probably "Why would you work so hard all day and then right. do 400 calories at bedtime?" But I'm just putting words in their pretty little mouths. <laughs> okay. Well, I'm sure they will. There will be something said to that effect. But I think they even help with meal planning too. Good. Well, that's good. I'll bring I'll, home a bunch of recipes for you to match. No, you bring home you bring home the Janet bacon and fry it up in a pan, babe. <laughs> Janet, <laughs> I don't I I don't think the pros the protein versus carbs uh, versus fat percentages are right here. Yeah, I don't. I really don't know. I'm just I'm going. Uh, I, I like that, I, I like to go to... with no preconceptions, and then uh, whatever happens, happens. So I will report back uh, Monday on that because uh, tomorrow's show will be the show from Sunday night at Zany's. Zany's. Which um, it, I uh, have previewed. Took me a while to. Uh, oh, my God. You guys. Mm, took me a while to get edited and all. But uh, I didn't see him yesterday. He came up after he posted the show, watched the news for a minute, came back down the basement. And it was like watching the clock. Do, 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 do. I went out to dinner with a friend. 
came back. He was still down in the basement. He had, to, he had to go through it thread by thread, minute by minute. Ate my dinner, then came back down oh, again. To, I was finally done at 1 a.m. But I think it sounds wow. pretty good, and Janet listened to it, and she liked it. So There was a moment That's I was good. upstairs, and I could hear him screaming at the top of his lungs. Well, oh, I'm mad at myself oh. because I didn't, I, I didn't plan ahead properly. Um, but you guys did a very good job of your wordplay was good. Your the music was good, Doug. It was it was a really good show, and he got almost every hum and thing out, and he got the mics up went up so that you could understand Stan because he was kind of off mic. It was it was good. It, it, I, I'm very proud of him for doing it. Thank you. And I was very afraid to approach the basement, but I did bring him home. A dinner, not a healthy dinner. Your little, your girlfriends wouldn't like it, but I brought not you home my girlfriends. onion rings and and chicken, roasted chicken. Yet, <laughs> um, <laughs> um, yeah, no, thank you, and uh, yeah, and uh, both of you did a great job. Thank back you. at you, thank you, thank yeah, you, right back at you. Uh, but I, I, I have to say, I, the people there were so nice, and so many people have stories and prior contacts that they want to share with you, and and I think. Part of their reason for coming is because they they want to be part of the podcast, and part of it is they just want to talk to you. So, because at the end of the show, the people that work there are kind of trying to sweep everyone out, and people don't have time to talk. I'm thinking the next time you should run, you should I don't know, talk to people and maybe make a pre-tape of people saying how they started listening or where they first heard you or what they like. Because I I'm going to share the story because I don't think. Excuse me. Um, there was a, a man there who um, he was probably in his fifties, and he was so nice. And he said he, he w- was a little kid in the car, and his mom would listen on the radio. And he was young; he didn't understand a lot, but he became a fan. And and then the two of them would talk about you know the show when it was on the radio, and they both listened to the podcast. And so she ended up. Dying recently, I'm kind of sound like Casey Kasem. She ended up dying recently. She died with dementia, and he and his brother completely took care of her. She had exit strategy planned, and he showed me a picture of her with her cat. And at the very end, this is the cutest thing you're ever going to hear. She would listen to the podcast, even though she sometimes didn't even recognize. I'm going to cry here. Didn't even recognize her sons or what was going on, but she'd have the podcast in her ears, and she would like talk back to you guys. That's like oh the coolest God. story, isn't like, like it? She, like oh, wow. we were, ta- you yeah. know, all involved in a conversation together. Wow! So you know, you pretty cool. Yeah, you that's, hear that, that's and the you power. Think, yeah, that's I know the power that Douglas A. Cox was telling me about right there. I mean, mm-hmm. it was that was something to hear that I I it just makes me you know appreciate that even though this is in a closed set and people aren't always here and you don't have the phones and all, you still are touching people and you're still woven into their life. And so I think it would be cool to get. Like to talk to people before and maybe tape some little things like that because it's cool. It's just cool to actually have like a profile of an average listener. And, you know, some people were little kids who were at Comiskey Park and they have a, a story. There's just a million stories out there and they're they're interesting. And at the end of the night, you feel like everybody's kind of wanting to go home to start their week or the people that work there want they want to sweep the floor. Well, and then there, there's usually a, a you know fairly large group of people that want to say hi, mm-hmm. and you realize that they're you don't necessarily get to spend as much time with them as you would like. But yeah, you don't yeah. want to feel rude. And yeah. um, 
Manuel, who took those pictures from the side of the stage and made sure that you looked felt, honey. I, I have not seen those. Oh, he posted them online. You you probably don't um, you don't look at Facebook, but he, they were all lovely, lovely pictures. And I know he he wanted to talk afterwards, and he just kind of disappeared, and I was sad because mm. he's he's very nice, and he was one of our guardian angels during COVID because he works for. Uh, a pharmacy company, <laughs> and he could tell us where to get shots and things. Yeah, yeah. Um, I mean, it's like having a family. It's really nice. No, absolutely. I mean, I think both Doc and Brenda would agree that it's uh, absolutely. It's, it's quite. Amazing. Uh, it's amazing, and it's it's quite uh, fulfilling. Mm-hmm. You know, it makes you feel like you're doing something that's you know, kind of important. Well, part of people's day, which means part of their life, which is cool. Because, uh, cool. you know, I spent most of my life just sitting around in an office buildings talking to myself, you know, mm-hmm. in headphones. Mm-hmm. And, uh, so, you know, you or in my basement or whatever, you know, talking, and, you know, not just to myself, but you don't necessarily always, uh, you know, know what something that you might not even think is important or you know has any meaning or whatever you know hits somebody just the right way and yeah it's always kind of amazing to hear those stories so this whammo 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 so uh yeah so, so so i think um i left that sound in that the, the sound that it 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 all I think it all works. I think I made it all work. The wives Thanks. were in action because I know as I approached the stage to tell you that there was a hiss. I think that Meredith was like knocking on the window of the sound booth trying to trying to get that guy's attention. So we were both taking care Our of wives looking out for yeah, us. Yeah, isn't that oh, nice? Boy. And that's the lesson we learn in and company. she's such an audiophile, that gal of mine. <laughs> yeah. Well, we were uh, sitting right under a speaker, or a, what, I don't know what oh, you call them, so I, we could really hear it. And yeah. it, did, it actually showed up more in our ears than it showed up on the, on the tape. It doesn't sound as annoying in the tape as it did sitting Well, because in the it was on its own track. Ah. <laughs> its own track, so I could, <laughs> I could mix it in, you know, just enough so it, you, know, you could hear it, but it, was, it's not, it, it doesn't last for very long, but... Um, but it was uh, it was the mic Vince was using to introduce us, hmm. and so you can see the wave file of him introducing us, and then there's like a gap with nothing, and then there's this weird noise hmm. that uh, that popped up. Um, but so I've, hmm. I I I learned a lot of. Th- <laughs> things yesterday and i learned to stay away from the basement I when learned, you're hearing well i learned screams. how to work my new machine uh like expertly i also uh you know uh, learned some ways to make things easier and it, uh, better for us in the future as we do more of those because i like doing doing them and i would like to do them more yeah yeah um Great. thank you for uh Burning the midnight oil. Oh yeah, no, sure. It's uh, you know, uh, again, I think I I I'm gonna say it's my fault because I I wasn't uh, I kept putting off uh, some you know doing my due diligence with the the new equipment. So uh, and you know that that brings me shame because you know I'm the guy that comes back from uh, the Louis Armstrong musical and complains about the high end, you know, mm-hmm. and then. Yeah. But I think here I am with six people on stage and three microphones. 
And that was unfortunate, but I think that even if you'd worked for a day in the basement, once you got there, the interface was off with what was going on at Zany's. There's just there were gremlins happening. Something weird was going on there. Yeah, yeah. So, um, but I think it came out. It, I, I hope people like it. They will. And it's uh, long. It's pretty long. It's, yeah, it's almost two hours. I think. <laughs> yeah. So. I uh, I can't really call up. I don't want to call up the file right now to find out, but I'm I'm pretty sure, sure it's close to two hours. So at one point it was down to an hour. <laughs> I was just <laughs> editing out uh, anything that had anything to do with a mistake, and uh, so I'd have to take out large chunks of of dialogue because, you know, they would we would refer to the mis- you know something or whatever. And oh yeah. I thought well, this is no, this it's all hacked up. So mm. I I. I started over, and uh, I think I came up with uh, you know I think I came up with a, a good way to do it. So, uh, did I finish talking about Fabrini's flowers? Fabflowers.com, dot eight 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 five two thousand promo code Steaver saves you ten percent, and uh, we'll so we'll send something over to to Rachel for uh, you know a nice uh, friendsgiving uh, centerpiece or whatever, right? Well, that would be nice. Yeah. Yeah. And, oh, and to Mike and Catherine, if we end up going there as well. Mike, Mike uh, currently freaking about his new property tax bill. Yeah, this area, As are many. Yeah, this area got really, really hit hard. They added $200,000 of a- a- alleged value to our house. And honest to God, if somebody would walk up with a check for that amount, I would yeah. give them the key and walk yeah, away. Yeah. So it's, I mean, they, they, they said they're trying to give businesses a break. And so they have to move the tax burden from the people that are in residences off of business. And it really, two, it's two painful people. or two people. Yeah. yeah to, to residential. I, fr- I, you know, it's a lot fr- to pick up. Fritz Cagle. I'm kind of sorry. I voted for you right now. Well, businesses pay triple taxes. They pay, they have a, they, I, and so when you give businesses breaks, you have to find three times three three times the people in the pub, the private yeah, sector. But why, just, why don't you just do that? Well, that's I was going to say, do that to the people in Hinsdale, but that's DuPage, DuPage County. Yeah. So, yeah. and it happens every three years, and there's a tax. Did yours go up out in Lake County? Um, you know, have you they got, might you not might, have triennial assessments like Cook, yeah, Cook County. Cook yeah, County's its own crazy. And system. they sent they sent ours like a couple weeks ago. Mike Mike, I don't think Mike Dahl's gotten a, he, a night of sleep since. He hasn't. He's oh, like boy. planning to move. He's. Tra- I mean, I can't afford this. Every time his poor wife comes home from the grocery store, he examines her receipt. He he's just. Well, she is a. She is a. Uh, she, I mean, she's an excellent cook, and she goes. She shops very in a very European style in that she goes to four or five different locations to get, you know, she gets her cold cuts at one place and she gets her vegetables at another and and uh, uh, Mike yeah, is over is, here running through <laughs> running through the grocery store. Yeah, their us. food is well, it's well treated and it, it turns up being good meals, but yeah. it it's a lot. And you know what really is killing them is the childcare because they have a fourth kid, and so they have childcare expenses. Those those kill young people. You have to postpone the the specter of savings until you have your last kid in school because you just it's, you can't do everything. You just can't. And so I think it's nuts. Oh. My, my cousin was telling me how much he pays for daycare. 
Oh my gosh! Yeah, yeah. It, it's a, it's absurd. And it's post tax money. You've already paid taxes on that money, and then you have to throw it into a daycare, and you get some tax credits for it. But it's really, really a lot. And once your kids are in school, it's, it's a tremendous relief because you're no longer sending twenty five, thirty thousand dollars to daycare and nannies and after school. But you're still going to so, have to come up with some solution for after school if you both work. Yeah, except once you have a child who's twelve or so. That child can sort of be in charge of the home. You don't, you know, as kids get older, they don't have to have yeah. such overwhelming child care. So, in essence, Jana, by by staying home and taking care of the children, you saved millions, totally millions. Yeah. millions. Steve should write you a check for <laughs> right. <laughs> we would have had to pay billions to take care of Pro our bad it boys. too, man. <laughs> Fuck it, she's, right? She's, uh, Jana can have. Uh, she has full access to I, I, any and all funds that she needs. It's it is an <laughs> and, odd thing. And you're right because I really had to do it because uh, the younger years, Steve's schedule was always seesawing. He worked mornings, he worked nights, he got fired. And so it was really a blessing that I could anchor the home and that I was a constant. Plus, I got it's, a ton of free legal advice. <laughs> but the bad thing is that it's, we are really hardened in our roles where I do all, everything domestic. Mm. And and I mean, it, that goes, that's broad. Lawn care, lawn work, gardening. It all ends up being me, bringing groceries in, putting them away, taking the the yeah, we've kind of reverted. We, I don't know that we've reverted, but we have sort of a, a ward in June Cleaver. Yeah, <laughs> and at this moment, we're both here all the time. But it's still Steve. Less when he goes up to bed at night, I'm, his glass will either be, you know, he doesn't he doesn't do the basics of just picking up after himself. His underpants and his shirt are where he's taking them off, usually stuffed in his closet on top of his clean clothes. So I have to go rooting around it. I don't like the hardening of those roles just at this kind of stage. You know? It has taken sort of a turn here, hasn't it? <laughs> yeah. And I give him a lecture once in a while, and he's usually good for about a day. And he used to do things for me that I don't like to do, and that would make up for it. Like he would take my car to get washed. or Oh, yeah. Because th- I don't like to do that, and he would do it, and that would make up for like 55 dishes that I had to, you know. I still do a lot of stuff. The car does need to be washed if that's what you're getting. I know, at. but you used to like wash. You might help me clean the garage. You never really ever start to clean the garage by yourself. Those I'm just like the domestic drudge, and sometimes my self-image suffers because I feel like I have a menial life. If you want to clean the garage, I will help you clean the garage. You just start doing stuff whenever you I know, decide, and uh, sometimes it's I'm trying to not be a, convenient for me. I know. It's never convenient for you, honey. That's the thing. That's not true. I, I try to be a beacon of good example. Like, okay, I'm going to go up and scrub the carpeting in the kid's bedroom. One night when the dog took an inadvertent poop at 11, I, I was scrubbing from 11 to 12 yeah, while you watch TV it's 20 feet away. It's overreacting. <laughs> uh, I, you know, I... I, I like to work these things on the air because yeah, you're cornered. Well, I um, I don't mind. You, I like to do things first thing and get them over with. And you like to wait all day, read the paper, do this, do that, and then start later in the day. I and know, I, honey, I, that's but not let's good, be That's real. not a good time for me. Five days a week, you get up, you have your breakfast, you read your paper, you do your what, what you do your I, pre-show, then you do your show, then you post your show, then you watch 10 minutes of news, then sometimes you play golf, and then it's four. So I'd like to know how you think you're ever going to get up and do it in that time frame. Well, no, weekend, no, 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 no. That's just blah, blah, blah. And then it's the weekend, and you deserve your weekends. I'm just saying, 
You are. Uh, you have a get out. I don't of really free deserve card. a weekend. <laughs> <laughs> you have. You. You really are. You do. Uh, you know. We, I think we both have our roles here. I, I'm. I'm going to say that mine is somewhat being lazy, uh, under uh, appreciated. Uh, you know, in this particular conversation. But my favorite thing is when I bring the groceries home and I lug them in the house and then I start unloading them and then I think Steve can't possibly be here because he wouldn't listen to me bringing all this stuff in and then I go in <laughs> and I see him and he's sitting the behind the wall a, in I'm the next room I'm going to start wearing a body cam like the cops do because that's just not true <laughs> and then he'll say oh I bring in a ton of groceries you should have told me I would have helped you and then he goes I'd help you put them away but I don't know where anything goes those are those are from your mouth to God's ears those are the, those are your things yeah but the the real reason i don't want to help you push stuff away is because every time i open a cupboard shit falls out now on me. Th- you know what that's really a lie i cleaned the i cleaned the pantry i cleaned all the old food out i've been go upstairs and open the freezer and those we- some weird uh, rolls will fall out on you <laughs> uh, i really think that since every almost every single thing in our freezer is Labeled for Steve Dahl's breakfast sandwiches, for Steve Dahl's Stouffer's dinners. If you went into the look, you um, find there's a lot of uh, for st- and Steve Dahl's ice cream sandwiches. He uses he talks about his his food. No, talks but the third that's, person. there's no room for he uses both anything. names too. There's a, there's a lot of big bags in there for stuff for the air fryer. I have some things for the air fryer for the kids. Yeah, I had to buy those, and there isn't room for them because you have too much. You know, frozen stock waiting to be consumed. Steve Dahl has too much frozen stock. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, I don't. This might be a. I'm sure I can really chipping the, away at that uh, Warden June out. thing you said earlier. It really, almost right. yeah, June never she rendered it happy unrecognizable. I I think Ward brought the groceries in though. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I'll, I know I, he washed the car. I'll try harder. I'm sure he raked the leaves. I feel like I I contribute in many ways. June ha- but had pearls and a shirtwaist dressed on. I'm sh- I'm sure she never did anything out of the house. Ward was a demon with the yeah. with the lawnmower. Yeah, I think we both uh, contribute. I could. I'm sure I could contribute more uh, in terms of housework. Mm-hmm. I guess. But I probably won't. That's so. why he does the podcast. He really doesn't do the podcast for any reason except to escape any domestic responsibility because he's got a built-in excuse. Really? We're just your side piece, no. Steve. No. <laughs> your, ex- your alibi. No. <laughs> Offensive. He's never going to stop doing it. He's going to do it on his deathbed. I would help you with the groceries, but I have to do my podcast. Well, you know. Make your final word whammo. <laughs> whammo. 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 Uh, yeah, I don't think, uh, you know. I, I could call, I could become a nag and just tell you every, like. You I, are, you, I this, could, you, you know. I'm trying to be, I'm trying to be funny, but I, every day I could say, Steve, will you do this? Steve, will you do that? You roll, you, but I don't want to do that. It's easier just to do it myself. But, but I'm doing this because I think it will be funny and maybe you'll notice. For a while. For a while. Wasn't there a honeydew List melon at some point that I didn't bring in from the car <laughs> <laughs> or a to do pile. Yeah, we would I, occasionally. Guys, I'm you know I'm. He doesn't like to shop at the grocery store unless it's nighttime when no one's there. So I'm oh, never yeah. going to want a grocery shop at eight o'clock. He wants to go in when there's like twenty minutes and your supermarket sweeping I and do a lot of stuff. Oh my god! 
I don't do a lot of household stuff. Well, I know, but I'm saying I provide. I'm a provider. That's what I do. I'm. I'm. That's my. Has always been my role. You know what? I'm a provider. No, 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 you don't get to say that anymore. I'm sorry. Oh, you get to be a partner. Okay, but well, I'm. I do stuff. I do do stuff though. Almost none. Okay. You asked me a month ago why I changed the sheets. It's like that's how unaware of what you of what goes well, that on mean here. I'm not a provider. You, it means you don't even realize the, the towels get washed providing. twice a week. The bathroom gets cleaned up. I clean the toilet before the cleaning lady comes. I I swear you have no comprehension of how much I do because it all gets done like by magic fairies. Okay, what what is bringing this on? What did I do? I don't know. I just thought it was a fun opportunity to jump on. This is like a you know a called third strike. I don't know what the first two strikes were. Oh no! This is this this is. I'm just standing and caught looking. You know, Mm -hmm. that's how you get it. Right by me. You know, if you want it to, if you want to get a strike, you got to do that. (laughs) If you want to get a hit, you got to swing. I guess. Yeah. Whatever. It's, It's kind of a dumb analogy. Sorry. Uh, hey, what about that Craig Castle thing, Brendan? How do you feel about that? Unbelievable! I, I didn't see it coming. It's uh, I don't you know. think Rossi yeah. did either. Yeah. <laughs> no, yeah. Grandpa Rossi what? definitely did not. <laughs> yeah, listen, man. We you know we, we love you, but uh, do you think if they hadn't had that like strategic fall off at the end, if that this would have happened? I don't think it was strategic. Well, I think unstra- it was strategic. Un- it was accidental. Yeah, I. Uh, that's a great question. I I guess it might not have. You know, but uh, then again. They they did this uh, with Joe Madden when they had a chance to get Joe Madden. They fired Rick Renteria after one year. So yeah. maybe very Theo. It's very Theo, isn't it? Yeah. Mm. So Jed is uh, following in those footsteps and saying this is the Cubs' way. Well, Just, plus they, they they get him away from Milwaukee. Yeah. So well, he was. Like, I think he was being wooed by someone else. The Mets, wasn't he? I the think, Mets? Yeah. Yes. Oh, yeah. He was he was uh, a highly sought after free agent. So. Yeah, I mean, if he he is a good manager, so uh, was he? I'm on board. <laughs> they, Wait, who are we talking about? Rossi uh, or council? council? Oh, council. Yeah, yeah. yeah I mean, I I there I can see what I can see the point of you know Ross. I think the players loved him. He's a great players manager, but strategy wise, he wasn't Joe Madden or you know or Bruce Bochy. It was uh, yeah. So there's there's something to be desired, and if Council can provide that and add a few wins, then they make the playoffs. Right? I don't even know who the manager of the White Sox is, uh, or do I care? It doesn't seem to matter. No, nope, it days. does not matter. <laughs> Who's going to be in the TV booth now? I do. Well, I think Len Casper will. No, end up doing it said both. this morning he wasn't. It said they, who said the White Sox said they were looking for someone to go in the TV booth. You said that to me, and I researched it and. It said Len Casper will not will not, and that they're starting to look for a person, which might mean that they. Hey, end everybody! Out- good afternoon. Good evening, everybody. <laughs> I'm uh, out here calling the game tonight because I don't want to do any housework. <laughs> yeah. But it said that Steve Dahl, along with Steve Stone, Ken Harrelson, Pony, was, take it from here. It was not in Pony. You, uh, you go ahead. You know, you know more about baseball than I do. I'll just chime in from time to time with a maybe a funny. Uh, you know, uh, something about a funnel cake or a or churro. Or a plate of some kind. Yeah. Maybe our old buddy uh, Connor McKnight, who I think is a bit of a doppelganger for Craig Council. They mm. kind of look like. Well, that would be an interesting I think they should just have Len. I, I bet you they end up with Len doing both. Could both? Be. Mm-hmm. Like Harry Carey back in the day mm-hmm. going six innings in, on TV and three in the mm-hmm. on radio. Yeah. 
or or simulcasting. I had a niece with uh, simul. All right, you heard it here first, Steve <laughs> Dell. I had a niece that worked for demanding the Demanding a simulcast. No, I'm and just saying that's what I think is going to happen. And she said, I, I don't know. I have, I'm sorry, Janet. And she said I'm it was trying. a very nice organization, and they have a beautiful facility in a really nice part the, of Detroit. The so. Tigers. Tigers. That, that's yeah. where yep. Jason Benetti is going. Yeah. That was what I, I thought, like, okay, ESPN would want them to do their national broadcasts or something, but Detroit doesn't seem like the the jump to a bigger market or a bigger... Yeah, it might just be better, you know? Yeah. Um, yeah, it's very complimentary of plus, their organization and their. Uh, plus, he every day he can go uh, walk uh, like a block away from Comerica Park, less than a block, and get mom's spaghetti. That's yeah, right. You can. At M&Ms. <laughs> now available, the sauce is now available in jars. Huh. It's hot, hard to get though. Detroit hard, is a really and a hard pass for me, but <laughs> it's a really nice town to live in and. The people there really embrace the Tigers, even when it's not sure. like here when you have two teams competing. It, it everyone's all in for them, and and gotcha. So I I think it, he'll love it there. It's a really manageable town geographically, but it'll be harder sure. to fly out of a, a little bit for. Oh yeah, for his national yeah. broadcast. I think a lot schedule. of those he takes. Uh, uh, he goes he goes private. Oh, those, I think. well, they have a nice city airport, so yeah. Uh, yeah, I a, wish him well. He's, he's so a good nice. Guy. He's a good yeah. broadcaster, and uh, yeah, but nice I, guy. I, if I have Len Casper, I'm I'm going to use him for radio and TV. Yeah, he's yeah, and and yeah. Stone and Steve Stone. Oh, that, is, I think that would be the pony would be great. Yeah, that'd be the dream team. Yeah, I, I for the Cubs as well. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. Could, they, could, could Casper and Stone do the Cubs games as well? Oh, yeah. Geez. Well, it's got to be depressing to have nothing to talk about on the South Side. It's just terrible less than nothing yeah yeah and it's not even including a, tim anderson yeah and the cubs can have bad teams mm. and they still fill, fill the park but the white yeah. Sox park is so empty and it's not the well, neighborhood well, somebody got shot they still haven't said how that person got <laughs> shot like oh no, it wasn't from outside it wasn't from outside and it wasn't from inside like where yeah. was it from then <laughs> uh, we don't know we still can't dollar hot out. dogs <laughs> <laughs> shot in a beer night <laughs> be careful you you might be the one that gets uh, shot at i I'm, i like the i'm uh, just gonna put, put the clothes there if that's okay oh yeah not without a whammo <laughs> <laughs> okay whammo <laughs> gentlemen whammo janet <laughs> Whammo, Doc! Whammo! Whammo! Whammo, Brennan! The Steve Dahl Show is done right now! Whammo! Hey, I hope you enjoyed that. If you liked it, there's plenty more where that came from, but you probably won't get another free one for at least a month, so I recommend going to Dahl.com and signing up today. Take care. Thanks.